0: On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk: Guardians of the Galaxy, an outhouse story, Scotch Irish history, library hoopla, Succession, and Petra's smut review.
1: Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm
0: Hank, and I'm
1: Petra, and we have managed to get out of the house. We have not like we've been COVID stuck up, but we haven't been to. We got out of the habits of going to the movies.
0: It's too easy for us to watch movies right here at home where it's very, very convenient. You think everybody
1: else has that same problem?
0: I think they do. I think we're just spoiled, but um, I think it's too easy to wait, you know, three weeks for it to be on streaming service. Yeah, that's probably part of it, too. Yeah, they've got to spread that out a lot farther to make it worth your time to go to a theater. Like they they put it like bam right up. We went and watched Dungeons and Dragons a couple of weeks ago, and it's already streaming. Really? Yeah, it's already streaming. So you know, that's I, just that's they're they're shooting themselves in the foot on that. They have to know that
1: that is obviously deterring people from going to the movies.
0: They, it's got to. I think even um, what's her name Gal Gadot that played Wonder Woman. Like, several people, oh, oh, Black Widow, um, like, have sued theaters that released directly to streaming Um, during COVID. The way contracts were written, you know, the stars of those movies received a whole lot less financial compensation than if it had been released to a theater. Like, the way the payments are structured, they get the most for a theater release, like the biggest chunk, and then they get a much smaller chunk of streaming. That's what the writer strike is about.
1: It's, it's about what?
0: Um, the writer's getting, like, enough uh, compensation from streaming writing.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe that is what's driving this. I mean, they have to know. Yeah. I mean, at one point... I don't know. We sound like ancient dinosaur people here, but uh, well, it
0: used to be at least five or six months before it came out on something, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It would be sometimes like nine months or a year. You had to wait till like Christmas time for everything to come out. Remember?
1: I know when we were a kid, it was about a year. Yeah. So that did give you some incentive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal, and they've just made it closer and closer and closer, and now it's almost instantaneously, and we've got a big screen that we can yeah. sit on our couch, and, I mean, we're spoiled.
1: Yeah, we've kind of made our own little theater kind of a thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and there's an experience. I mean, I get it. They're trying,
1: to, they're trying to sell the experience of going to a theater, and I get that. There is something to that, but... Like you said, it's awfully darn tempting when you can just wait a few months or less, yeah and get it that's
0: I don't know I don't know how that's all going to evolve. I don't either this is interesting it's it's well, we're trying to go back, yeah um
1: and and we enjoyed um you know
0: it's a great experience. I like going to the the theater. <laughs> can't go around with little Guardians of the Galaxy, right? No, no. That was a wonderful something to see on a truly massive screen. And I'm glad
1: that this obscure song was discovered by these people, by the way. Yes. I'm a huge classic rock fan, and I had never heard of this song until Guardians of the Galaxy. Just, I don't know. I've never heard it. Have you ever heard it on the radio ever? Maybe
0: now. I'd heard it on a movie somewhere. Like on some kind of obscure soundtrack or something. Well, but like, but it was like, oh yeah, I remember. It was one of those.
1: Well, what do you think about Guardians of the Galaxy, third installment?
0: I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just unashamedly a good time. It was an emotional roller coaster, an absolute mess, all over the place. I was exhausted and had cried my makeup off. I
1: I cried too. It's a good. It's a good crier. It
0: is.
1: It is. Anybody that liked the first two, I can't imagine you're not going to like this one. I don't know how you could possibly not.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's. It just. It was a very tidy wrap up of a lot of character arcs. Um, You've got to see a lot of people grow. You know, in their time as a, a, a guardian of the galaxy. And it, it was just adorable. It was cute. Cosmo, the the, the Russian space dog. Uh, great it was, addition. It was a great addition. It just, it tugs at the heartstrings. And um, Nathan Fillion as or however you say his last name. Yeah, I think Nathan
1: Filion, whatever. Fillion,
0: however, all right. Whatever. Firefly guy. Yeah. Love, love his crazy role in this and that whole spaceship that was just like the inside of a fat person. Did you, is, kept, did you pick up on that? Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He is basically like Jeff Goldblum at he, this yeah, point, I think. Yeah. He's just or, or, enjoying. Or Nicholas Cage or somebody that they've kind of have their, they have their shtick. Yeah. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun to watch. I enjoy it. Some people, you know, and that's
1: not, maybe it's not a bad strategy for some of these actors and actresses. Not everybody's going to be Meryl Streep. You're just not. Whatever your thing is, just stick with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: I do. They're almost like character actors, but they've elevated it to like celebrity status.
1: Mm. Is there a character in different roles? Yep. Like every role Nathan Fillion's in He's Nathan Fillion Yeah That makes sense The same with Jeff Goldblum At this point And Nicolas Cage And even Christopher Walken Lately Yeah Over his last 10 or 20 years He's the same dude Like he quit acting About 20 years ago Basically I think
0: You know I, I gotta agree with you I think you're Dead on On Which that one Which is fine I'm not Yeah Whatever But it's still Well uh, It's a good time It's a good time
1: Guardians of the Galaxy Good time there was some before this, and I heard some people. This was a this was a complaint I did read about this, which I don't care. But they were complaining that that people that saw this at the movie theater, like us, uh-huh. who do not have Disney streaming, that we missed out on some stuff like Cosmo the dog. Uh huh. That apparently came about. There's a, and it's about. A, a movie link kind of thing. I think it's like over an hour long. Uh-huh. Christmas special. A Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. And that's where all this is coming from. That's where the um Kevin Bacon Uh-huh. Like that's why he was in the post credit kind of thing and little easter eggs with him in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I w- I watched some kind of little um Watch Mojo movie or yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of YouTube video on some of that. And which I'm fine with it. Okay. I, don't, I don't feel like it
1: missed, like you missed, you didn't miss the whole plot or anything.
0: Yeah, like, you sure didn't. I mean, it was kind of a pleasant. But anyway, I'm just saying. Star Lord, Star Lord, I'm getting tongue tied. He always talked about Kevin Bacon. Like that's been since the first yeah, I movie. So, so it wouldn't be it, shocking for Kevin Bacon to be mentioned and brought up, you know? Right. So I, I wasn't. It wasn't by it. It's not the end of the world, but I'm just. It wasn't a plot hole for me.
1: I'm just saying that that article did bring up a point that these people are trying to get you so bad to get their streaming service again. It goes back to the movie thing, like uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're trying to get you on streaming so bad, like okay, here's the Guardians of the Galaxy that's only on Disney, and, and if you, you know,
0: you know, I saw well, a comment on a um. YouTube video earlier today, and I don't remember what rabbit hole I was under, but this was great. And somebody made a fabulous point here it is that all these streaming services are missing the mark because we would all subscribe to all of them if they were like five bucks, five pounds, you know, if they were something cheaper. Mm-hmm. And If they would make the product a little bit more affordable, most of us wouldn't be, you know, switching like we do. We switch it up every few months and, you know, catch up on a few things because it just doesn't make sense to pay that much a month for entertainment. But if they wanted to capture all of the audience, which seems to be their business model, they all seem to be going bigger, 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 you know, it, it has to be constant growth, then... Cut the cost, you know, add some ads, whatever you've got to do. But, you know, if you're, if you're more than 10 bucks a month, people track that. Like, it just seems to be a mental hurdle there for us.
1: I think they will eventually start making you subscribe for longer.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're eventually going to make it. So you got to subscribe for six months or a year or something. Yeah. That's, like, how, that's how they're all going to get Like cable TV that. used to do. Yeah. And I guess you can cancel those services at any time now. Well... It's kind of the standard, but let's face it, they make it about impossible.
0: Well, one of the videos I was watching today, too, was talking about piracy in this age and when, when you're punishing your users, your people, your subscribers, the people who are trying to honestly ex- access their data and pay for your service when you're punishing them and making them pay more and more and more and jump through hoops to use your services eventually it pays to be a pirate
1: Mm, well that's a good point
0: too and i Mm. you know i kind of agree with that at a certain point um i'm kind of old and crusty and i'll just go "Eh, fuck off (laughs) Yeah And uh, you know Find something else I'm like that With Amazon Music Right now I'm hunting for An alternative mm-hmm. Well So there you
1: go Guardians of the Galaxy I give it a Two thumbs up Oh I do too Woohoo Who doesn't like it When uh Oh People who are cruel To animals Get what's coming to
0: them Oh my Oh my That one was just a A tear at your heart String Storyline Wasn't it Oh Cruelty to animals it. Yeah
1: cruelty to animals awful who could who could that's a awesome bad
0: character somebody does that you know what actually do you know now that they do track um cruelty to animal cases because it is closely linked to eventually you know <laughs> cruelty to humans well good if you can do one you can do the other no well, that's true what else you got ah uh, well uh, all right, I wanted to talk about, I thought it was funny. The other day we went out on the farm with some friends of ours and they had the most luxury outhouse I have ever s- seen in my entire life. Okay, this this was a beautiful finished Varnished wood deal with the moon carved into the door and everything, a reading rack and toilet rack inside, a luxurious seat, everything. Deer antler handles. It was beautiful, gorgeous. And as soon as I see an outhouse, my stomach drops to hell because it's like standing in front of the outhouse when you were a little kid, you know, back in the old bad church days. You're going to have to describe a whole lot of this because
1: people are going to think that this is exactly how Appalachia is today. Okay.
0: The outhouse is a novelty now because they just don't exist anymore. Right. We all have running water people. Yes. Yes. They barely existed when I was a kid back in the early 70s. But the scary, awful cult church that I went to... Had Still had an outhouse and right. did for years. So I am, it's like you time travel back because you never see those. It was just really funny to walk up on one. Our
1: buddy has a farm out in the middle of nowhere, about 75, 80 acres. There's no house on it. There's no nothing. It's basically just a big field and a bunch of woods.
0: Well, he has kind of like a barn, a little barn, yeah, like a, little tin a, shed. a tin shed mm-hmm. um going on there. And the outhouse. <laughs> and a little place to build a fire. Yep. So it's it's like wonderful.
1: It. it is. It's awesome. So it's like a place to camp. So I don't want you guys to get the idea that we're all still have outhouses on a regular basis. Hank's real concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am, kind Well, it's a sore point, let's just face it. Okay. It's, it's a stereotype. Come on. Like being inbred and all that other bullshit that people throw on us hillbillies
0: well yes and so we've clarified it that it is such an unusual and novel experience that it is something worth mentioning and talking about yes
1: so you have a piece (laughs) of farm in the middle of nowhere it beats uh you know squatting in the woods
0: so unless unless you're terrified of it (laughs) i guess yeah
1: so so yeah so our buddy has an outhouse how about that yes it was good right Mm -hmm. mm-hmm it was Funny, yeah Barn lumber, like you said, a little crescent, the crescent moon put on the door
0: It was pretty, it was a funny little, it was funny to see it too. It was a very elegant, nice uh, outhouse A very elegant outhouse That's what we got
1: Yes So, another thing about Appalachia, we talked about this the other day
0: Uh-huh
1: Most of Appalachia, we are Scotch-Irish descendants Yes. We got ran out of England into Scotland and Ireland. Then we got ran out of Ireland and Scotland. And then we came to here to hopefully, like, will you people just leave us the hell alone? <laughs> then we came to the regular colonies, and they ran us out of there. So we're like, all right, we'll go further west. Will that make you leave us the hell alone if we'll just migrate further west? And that's where we ended up. Yep. And we just found a hauler somewhere and dug in like ticks. Yes. Which is why it explains a lot. It's why we're clannish. It does. Distrustful of strangers. That stuff
0: is carried down generation to generation through whatever. Oh definitely. Definitely. You you just you don't trust anybody that you don't know. And if they don't look like you, you're double distrustful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a thing, right? Yeah, it is. So Why don't we celebrate St.
1: Patrick's Day around here?
0: Because we're all Protestant. We're not Catholic.
1: The religion overrides the Irish pride? Exactly.
0: Exactly. St. Patrick's Day is 100% a Catholic holiday. And racial, you know, are are like Irish or Scotch-Irish or what, all of that is completely replaced in this area. By our identity As some sort of Like tribal Protestant group
1: So St. Patrick's Day Is more Catholic oriented
0: It's St. Patrick The Catholic Mm. saint (laughs) That ran the snakes Out of Ireland
1: I see Well (laughs) then that explains that then Well I don't know We ought to revive that Somehow Our Irish Whatever Whatever you know,
0: yes, yes. I don't, there's a huge disconnect there, though. Like, there's like no Irish pride, Scotch Irish, anything like that. It's, there's no Irish pride in Appalachia at all. At all, at all. And it's, that's where we all came from. It's weird when you start digging at it. And I do want to do more like Irish history because I don't know squat about it because I didn't feel any connection to it.
1: You know, and probably as we're talking this through, probably a lot of it is the whole like, look, we didn't like you, so you know, you basically kicked us out. So screw you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we're not celebrating that. We got away from that. We didn't want to be that. Well. I guess.
0: In. Like, in my experience, and it was still going on. You know, I, early on with the church stuff, people would not get into huge. Theological arguments over the meaning of one or two Bible verses, uh, specifically, a lot of things about women's participation Mm -hmm. in religion and. Um, no joke about, you know, handling snakes. That was that was actually a, a family drama thing. And the, like they break off and form a new church. And, you know, half of them go in one direction. Half of them go in another direction. And they build another wall between these two small groups in rural Appalachia. And you don't interact with each other. So it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. They're little people pools. Well I guess that I mean
1: I guess that explains it in a way. I mean but it, I, that
0: was your social group. Yeah.
1: Well we're all Scotch Irish. Yes. And we have no
0: No connection
1: to it. No acknowledgement of that in general. I'm not even sure the average Appalachian person even knows that. You think they do? Maybe. I don't know. Some do, some don't. Maybe. I
0: don't know. Maybe if they've gotten into genealogy oh, and ancestry.
1: Sure. Definitely anybody that's done a little bit of just a little bit. But
0: it's almost, I don't know.
1: I feel like people talk about that. I don't know if it's common knowledge around us hillbillies or not.
0: Well, we've talked about... Well, you have done a little bit of research and you have some cool ancestors and some land grants and things like that. Right. In my family, it was kept a big secret hush hush. I didn't even realize Grandma Hatfield was one of those Hatfields. And, (laughs) you know, that explained a lot. A lot of boxes got filled in and, oh, mysteries were solved. But... Like, there was never – I have a sneaking suspicion my ancestry is more indentured servitude, you know, very – something to be kind of ashamed of.
1: Has somebody not done, like, some – that you know of, like, Ancestry.com or whatever the sites are and looked back through your My uncle
0: through marriage did and, you know, found, like – the good guys but i think it's kind of like almost like past lives they always want to find you know or you know you're right. you're definitely cleopatra in a past life like i mm. no, i have a feeling some of my family history is right. more bootlegging crazy people <laughs> that we don't want to remember so my family has a history of just not remembering things that are inconvenient well it the, would be
1: interesting and those the records back then though you're only going to You're mostly going to know the bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, in the 1700s, you're not going to make the newspaper any kind of documentable anything unless you did something probably bad. Yeah. Or, I mean, or it could be great. You'd have to be one or the other. I mean, you'd have to be something. You'd have to be an absolute legend or or you're just going to be a name on a paper. Right
0: lot of preachers in my uh ancestry so i'm going to figure i'm going to figure it could be it could be done it could be mm. done i could do some of that i wouldn't mind doing the one like the the dna testing i know people are nervous about that i haven't committed any crimes that would give me <laughs>
1: yeah um well I, yeah I, I bet somebody's written a book almost every family by now has somebody that's like written a book or done the research all you gotta do is look up the just find it huh. it could be interesting it could be it could be i did like some of mine so it was interesting
0: very yours was very interesting mm-hmm. and um
1: well but it's boring 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 until you get the one guy that's just the daniel boone of his time like a pretty famous that kind of frontiersman kind of a dude. Mm-hmm. So. Well, at pretty. least they
0: weren't shooting at each other over pigs.
1: <laughs> well, the whole Hatfield McCoy thing. That's pretty cool if you direct line. Is that a direct line or some first cousin, second cousin removed by blah blah blah?
0: It's direct but muddy. Um my grandpa had to go ask devil ants to date my grandma. Well then there you go. He was the clan leader, so yeah. yeah, it was direct enough that she was important enough to them that he had to go ask.
1: Well, if your grandpa married uh, Hatfield, well, then that's pretty damn straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: that's interesting. Hey, you definitely ought to look into that a little bit. That would be fun.
0: It would be. It would be. I, I, I need to dig through a little of that. But it is kind of almost like picking at a sore, I think, for some of, of Appalachian folks. Really? Yeah. Uh, it is for me. Well, maybe. If
1: it makes you feel bad, don't do it. But yeah, any kind of historical thing like that, though, after enough time, most people
0: yeah get over yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I definitely don't feel some, like. I mean, it's weird to go. I'm exactly the same as everybody else who was around me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird to go over. Um, I mean, we've never been. But, I mean, I know that they have tours, though, and it's, like, historical sites of, like, Auschwitz and those concentration camp things i mean yeah so uh, you know at some point history's history i mean it's just it's a factual thing yeah. that happened
0: yeah i don't think i would want to go on one of those tours though that mm, i wouldn't either that yeah i know <laughs> it'd be enough to know it was there yeah uh, I've, I've seen enough footage in my lifetime to not, I mean, I. Well, yeah, it's I, a reality. I don't have to be reminded of it. Obviously, there are a lot of people who do. I'm
1: glad I got to talk to some people who were there. That was yeah. interesting. I uh, was very fortunate to be of an age where some of, yeah, some of the people I interacted with through my work were. They saw. They saw it. They were literally there. And that's pretty damn interesting. Yeah. One guy specifically at at Dachau was one of the first people there. And he was a phenomenally interesting dude to talk to. Wow. Yeah.
0: See, that's I think that's the problem now. They're, that generation has passed on. Yeah. And now people are becoming straight-up Holocaust deniers.
1: I, there's some. I mean, there's some history deniers of all kinds of stuff, I suppose. But whatever. You can't make there, – there's people that think the world's flat, too. So
0: I saw a guy talking the other day about how – if you just don't i don't know think about the the consequences how hitler was fighting for some of the things same things that we're fighting for today and it was like oh my god do you hear the words coming out of your mouth and obviously they do yeah, yeah
1: I, I don't know what's the matter I, I just
0: don't understand it i guess
1: <laughs> if they read a, if they would just read a little bit of history I mean, that doesn't mean you can't pick out something. I'm sure they could pick out something uh, like this All right, I uh-huh. can say that like they could pick out okay, well, Hitler was very uh progressive and that's how they got the interstate system and they uh-huh. were the first people I think, or whatever they were progressive in that like okay yeah. yeah they they were very good engineers and they designed a great company country that's one out of that's one in the check mark good versus ten thousand in the check mark bad,
0: yeah. And
1: and if you like somebody and you want to convince yourself, then you can find a few good check marks and say, see, wasn't that bad? He was just trying to do blah, blah, blah.
0: Yes. Well, you kept pushing me to find something that I liked about Donald Trump because I had a... I had a hate on for a long time and I came to you the other day and told you I finally found something that I did like about him and that I found that I could really step back and admire man that man can come up with insulting nicknames for people
1: yeah you think he's a good nicknamer he
0: can burn someone down
1: yeah if he's I'm impressed with that yeah well there you go there's your one there's your there's my one thing you can get on with him (laughs) So I picked up a library card the other day
0: So you could learn more about history
1: About all kinds of stuff Yeah I've been buying a lot of books So I figure, well, why not just rent these books Yeah And I hadn't been to the library forever So it was
0: pretty fun for you to get
1: it You know, I'd say most people don't Because, I don't know, I didn't I, I don't think the average person even thinks about it
0: Not anymore because it's too easy to buy
1: things online Agreed. Well, I'm going to tell everybody listening to this that I'm telling you it is a fantastic damn resource, and it is a hundred and it is a hundred percent free. And I'll bet you wherever you live, even if you're in a super rural place, there is some small library. And even if they don't have a mountain of books in that location, here's what they've done now: there's apps. Of course, there is. I should of course, of there, course is. there is. There there are apps specifically, Hoopla. And I forget the other one. But anyway, you use your library card and get an account with Hoopla. And then online through your app, you've got music, audio books, regular books, pretty much what you'd have on Netflix or anything else on Hoopla.
0: You showed me a bunch of things and I was mighty impressed with it. Full-blown movies, audio
1: books, regular books. I mean, it is impressive what is on there. And the resources available. And that's just, again, one of those, I know people think of the negative sometimes, but that is something anybody in our country can do right now for a 100% free.
0: Yes. That's awesome, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And right now we definitely need to support our libraries.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I just found it amazing that they have that much stuff. And the physical library where we're at, and it's not even that big a library. There, you can physically walk in and rent video games, um, read two or three, uh, all kinds of newspapers from different places, uh, obviously books, audio books. It
0: was nice. Fantastic.
1: It is a nice little library. It's a nice resource. And, yeah. And I'm just saying, people who, you know, pinching pennies, or you want to save a little money, uh, it wouldn't be unheard of to cut back on some of your services if you were a little tight for money and get this for free
0: well I know there are always people parked around the library using their free Wi-Fi you, you could, I think it's pretty it's a broad yeah. area well you could you could
1: like cut your cable cut cut all the services Netflix Disney all that crap if you really wanted to and just do an antenna and hoopla and you could get movies and be entertained if you wanted to.
0: And I can remember when I f- first cut my cord, what I had to do is on a Saturday, I'd get up in the morning and go rent a movie at the Kroger.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then if you finish it, you could take it back for another one all day long. So that's what I would do. And I was walking distance, so I'd just walk my movie back and forth uh, because I couldn't afford it. So I had to find ways to make things last or <laughs> well and <laughs> use and, it to the most
1: well i'm i'm early 50s you're right there yeah so we can remember some of this and again it sounds like we wrote dinosaurs to school but <laughs> i mean we've lived through i mean when i was a kid we didn't even have dvds or well, i'm saying dvds vhs, VHS no that, nothing you watch that came it, along you watched it on the
0: movies at the movies and that was it or it came – sometimes it would be a special release on, like, ABC, NBC, CBS, mm-hmm. and they would, like, play it, like, Friday night at 8 o'clock as a special presentation. Yeah. Maybe you were lucky enough to have cable and get yeah. HBO,
1: and then we just get whatever movie's playing. There wasn't any picking it.
0: No, no. You had HBO, and it was one channel.
1: And like you said, it was like um, – it took about a year yeah. to get the movie on HBO. So anyway, so we went from that to VHS, DVDs, and like you said, and renting it. I was thinking about that the other day when it's so easy to stream this stuff and to get this stuff now. Now we take it for granted. Yeah. Like before, it was a bit of a ritual, and it wasn't an awful ritual to go to Blockbuster yeah. or whatever video store is in your town. Go to the store, browse around, get some popcorn while you were there, maybe while you're in town, get a pizza. Yeah. And come home with three videos. That's all well, we did. Our routine was Friday night. Somebody would come home with three videos and maybe a pizza. Yeah. And sometime over the weekend, you were going to watch those three videos.
0: And you had to have it back Sunday evening. Yeah.
1: Or Monday morning or yeah. something. But I'm just saying it was something.
0: Yeah. And it was glorious, really. Wasn't you, it? Because it was mm-hmm. like either the movie was there or it wasn't. And sometimes there were wait lists for them.
1: Yeah, that's it's, it's another thing. Right. Sometimes it was the newest release. They'd only have so many copies. You had to get there early. Like, ah, they just sold the last one of the Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever yeah, right back in the yeah, day. Yeah, So, yeah, there was a little bit of that stuff, too. It was fun.
0: It was fun. It was fun. fun. You know, I've got to say that was like kind of a golden age.
1: Well, and you rented the movie, so you felt obligated to watch it. Yes, Like, it wasn't like now, like I said, you are streaming things now. There's a million movies on there. There's no, it's not, uh,
0: you know. It's choice paralysis. You have so many choices you can't make up your mind because what if it's wrong?
1: Yeah, and there's no urgency to watching it. Like, eh, whatever, if I watch it, whatever. But
0: yeah, it was a thing. And it was a pretty cool little age to
1: go through. Yeah, I've got to say, I think it was too. I've got to shout out to that. And I wouldn't. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someday some version of that might come back. Maybe. I don't know how, but you know how things are, like arcades, when we were uh-huh. kids, there were video arcades. And, yeah, you can play them now at home and all that. But they have made a bit of a comeback.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a a, real, lo- a lot of entertainment
1: at a bar if you're going to do. Yeah, r- exactly. Turn it into a bar and all of a sudden you got a Pac-Man machine and... It's a thing. It's a full house all week long. Yeah. So I don't know how they could do it, if it's possible to do it, but I don't, I feel like there
0: is some, I don't, there was a vibe to that. Well, I, this is hilarious. My, my brother back home in rural West Virginia has a gas station in the middle of nowhere that also serves as like a community um, restaurant, grocery store, and video rental. He goes every Tuesday and buys like the new releases at Walmart on DVD and rents those locally because there are a lot of people who still don't have streaming service out in the States. Really? Yes. He still does that today. He's still I don't see how. <laughs> at the I, I don't know. Uh, I
1: don't see how somebody couldn't. If they have.
0: How could they it's not have? it's it's going away, but there's still some old people, and I think he still buys four or five movies a week. Huh.
1: Well, now 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 that might explain it. When you say there's some older people that they just don't want to, it's not that they can't it, get it. it. Yeah, this it's is just definitely to go this down. is this is at yeah. the
0: crossroads of nowhere and neverwhere. <laughs>
1: Well, and maybe that's just some people, like we're saying, that just likes the whatever of it. Yeah. Go down and get some of his barbecue to go, and we'll rent whatever movie he's got, and
0: that's his thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. not a
1: bad way to do it.
0: No. no. In a I think it's kind place. of adorable. It is. It's, it's like the only place left. <laughs> weird places in America. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not going to,
1: like, boo foo those people because no. I get it. Like I'm saying, I'm a little nostalgic for it. I'm not totally anti-progress, but...
0: I mean, I don't think it's, like, you know, a huge revenue source or anything like that. But I think it's just, like, it's been there forever and it just goes on. Like that little wall of DVDs back there.
1: You know, at some point, I just don't know if how... Well, certain things will will make enormous differences in our lives someday. But I'm not sure videos... The way you get music, I'm not sure that can get any any improvement upon whatever's out there now. Uh, You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, it's frustrating the time we're at right now because so many places are trying to... It's like you don't own something, you own the license to it. And you have to be online and... Does that make sense? Like, it, it I'm does. frustrated right now with Amazon Music. Well, it does, and
1: I still like the fact that I'm glad I did this That back in the day. I've saved all my MP3 files from this music. Yeah. So I literally own the MP3 to, you know, whatever, the Eagles Hotel California. Yeah. And I can forever put that on different devices, hopefully. If I have to, I'll just go retro and buy a retro device if they ever stop. Yeah. To you can ever accessing it. Anyway, I'll always be able to access it. Yeah. Somehow. I like that. I'll listen to Spotify and different things to to listen to music. I don't mind that, like a generated mm-hmm. station or something. But when it comes down to it, I'll just buy it. Well
0: I that's guess. what I had been doing on Amazon was buying the you know, buying the song for a dollar twenty nine or whatever. And now they're going to their app that you have to pay like ten ninety nine dollars a month to be able to – they make it very inconvenient. So you weren't
1: buying the MP3 file? No, I was. Well, then the MP3
0: file should be on your computer. Somewhere. It's just hard to get to. I haven't figured that out yet because I'm a dumbass. Hmm. I, like I can on my iPad – Get to the music that I have Purchased if I log on to Amazon and go through That way but if I log On to my app it's just Annoying as shit because It's always going to um, A crime podcast Is the first thing that plays And then you have to turn off your Car mode and then you have to go In and find like a playlist Or something like that because it keeps Throwing Crap you don't like at you Interesting. It's really annoying right now. I don't know. You can go old school
1: and get you one of these little MP3 players and just plug it in.
0: Yeah, I I might. (laughs) Because I listen to. I, I am the. I'm the worst person to do that, to because I listen to the same 20 songs on repeat for about four years, and then I get tired of them, and I mix it up, and I take, like, five of those songs and 15 new songs for my 20 songs that I listen to on repeat for a long, long time, and I don't want them out of order. I want to be able to predict them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my playlist. Well, I... I Whatever keeps you entertained. It is. It is. And it's, and they keep throwing Once Upon a, cr- a, a Crime podcast at me and think, just, it's like, quit. You're fucking with me while I'm trying to drive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't know if that stuff, I mean, what's going to get any better. I mean, we've got, there's only so many senses in our bodies. Yeah. You know, we're seeing a movie, we're hearing music. How many different ways can we hear this music? Yeah. Yeah. And at some point, you can either hear it or you can't. Remember smell vision You know, I know there was something, like a little scratch and sniff things at the movies or something. Something like that. Once upon a time, that just seems ridiculous it now, does doesn't ridiculous. it? Ridiculous, Yes. But, you know, I was. But, you know, that is one sense that they haven't figured out how to really do that yet. Yeah. And probably, well, never, I don't guess. Because, unfortunately, you have to. You have to do the bad sense too.
0: You would, and
1: like if you spray that in a theater when there was a manure scene, like you're gonna get those on people's clothes.
0: Yeah, and popcorn, and we don't want that. Like the yeah I'm the the, food the food. smell of popcorn is, I think, linked with theater movies.
1: I think so. Yes. Um. Yeah.
0: I think in a so. good way. I like it. I like well, it a lot.
1: I don't know. Maybe this is a little nostalgic. This whatever, but. I, mean, I just don't know how much further you can go with this stuff. No. And no. I get it with, with when we had CDs. you are like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. I can put 15 songs on this one CD, <laughs> and I can make my own 15 songs. That's awesome. Yeah. But then when MP3 players, of course, now you can have a 1,000 million songs on there. That was the pinnacle, really. I just yeah. don't see it's gotten much. After that, what, what Now it's on a streaming service that makes it more complicated, but at the end of the day, you've got hundreds of thousands of songs you can listen to anywhere at any time. Almost limitless access. What could be next? What what could possibly be better than that? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think you got a good point there. Winning!
1: I think movies are like that, too. We've got everything at home you could possibly watch on anything. Anything.
0: But. You know what? I'm going to argue with you. I, just because we have quantity doesn't mean that we have a whole lot of quality all the time. No, I good. think I think the two can kind of no, be almost true. seesaw with each other because, yeah. like, we've been absolutely eating up Succession, and that is that's quality. It's a good. That's acting. quality. It's one hour a week,
1: but that's quality. Yeah, that's true. I'm not right. I'm not commenting on it. You're exactly right. It's two different things. Having access to all this is one thing, but yes. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting to be a little nostalgic about some of this stuff. Yes. Again, I'll go back to I think we were more picky about stuff. I think that's why some of the music and we'll say movies and things kind of rose to the top because you actually voted with your money and you had to pay money to go. Buy that record or buy mm-hmm. that Whatever it wasn't
0: just ah, it's on streaming I can just listen to it anytime I want to That's a good point That's well, a good point point. and I think there were Some streaming artists that You know became successful because Of streaming but now Literally everything is Streaming at us all the time We're numb We are numb to it that's a good
1: way to put it Is yes We, we are numb to all this
0: I'm not numb to this little angel. No. We have a podcast. We do have a podcast.
1: But to give her a name. A show name.
0: Uh, Biter.
1: The nibbler. <laughs> so um yeah, you mentioned Succession. That is a yes. good uh, that's you know, it's how would you describe that?
0: Somebody hasn't seen it before. In general. Uh, Rooting for the worst people in the world. Getting totally emotionally involved and invested in them. Rooting for them? Yeah. I root against them all. Oh.
1: I think I would describe it as dark. It's a dark comedy about corporate America. That's how I'd say it in an elevator pitch.
0: Yeah, I can I can see describing it that way. But I think I would expect a darker version of The Office and you're not going to get that. It's going to be more like on line with the Sopranos. Oh, yeah. As far as that stuff goes. <laughs> Come here, podcast See, I'm getting ready to walk across the keyboard. <laughs> it is. A little goofy thing. Uh, anyway, that's how I would describe it. Yes.
1: Yeah. But it's, okay. defi- but it's definitely dark humor. And it It is. And I would think the same people that would like, say, Wolf of Wall Street would like this. Definitely. Definitely. Like, it's lots of that kind of humor. It's, I not just dark comedy.
0: Oh, man. The insults on this are next level.
1: Yeah, they are. And the acting is. Yeah. These yeah. Guys, these people, these guys and girls are doing a really good
0: job of acting on this show. The, the writing and the acting are just... And there's only one episode left. I know. I'm very nervous about it. Who is going to? I really, I think um, Vampire Eric is definitely going to be the one You think he's going to be
1: the, that's another thing, what this is. I Mm -hmm. called it from the first, and somebody, I've been seeing it online all the time. Uh, It's Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's Corporation Game of Thrones. Yes. Is what it is. So you think Vampire, which, what's his real name? Eric Skarsgård or? I, I believe that's his name, yes uh it's one of the score scores cards, <laughs> yeah, he's in this last season as a oh as another billionaire
0: as a tech he's Elon Musk,
1: yeah, I think he's probably representing that kind of the the billionaire dot com tech guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you think he's going to win the Game of Thrones? I of do. This?
0: I do. I think he will win, and I think he'll win big. He's gonna. He's gonna take it all.
1: Well, that's interesting. I'm kind of. I don't know how. I know it would never happen, but I'm still rooting for Greg somehow. I think that's hilarious. It would be yeah. Tom. It'd be Tom and Greg. It would be. They'd be a combo. They're a couple.
0: They're 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 yeah. kind of a couple.
1: <laughs> I'm somehow rooting for Tom, but I don't see how it would ever happen.
0: Well, I think Tom's one of the least bad. Tom and Greg are the least bad people on there. So I totally understand rooting for them. But I think if they won it, they would be ruined. <laughs> Maybe. They're already, like, tainted <laughs> by this family. And... Ah, uh, and this family has, like, it's, it's one of these things, it's, I wanted to let you know this, succession has been motivational for me because it, it motivates me to, like, wrap things up and quit letting my childhood affect my adult life. Because it's so ridiculous how petty all this crap is with these people that they're still arguing about steak or chicken from their childhoods. It's a great show, though. It's phenomenal. You've, you've got to watch it. To appreciate it
1: The the business plot lines are kind of gibberish But that just is All you need to know is this that there's conflict You just need to know one yeah. person has a conflict With the other person And that's all you need to know They've looked up a few little business words And tried to You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. If you can get past that That was a little tough at first I'm like, come on, this is gibberish Nobody's going to sign a contract Like that without months of wrangling and that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. i can suspend belief enough to get through that so that's
0: funny this is like your csi that i couldn't stand because of the uh how unrealistic the science was in it it's your the business is unrealistic for you
1: yeah but i i can get past it but i'm just saying yes things like that (laughs) like Come on. That's a contract that guy's seen a day ago. Yeah. Nobody on earth is going to... It would take literally six months and a hundred lawyers to sift through that.
0: Well, I think that's what that room was um, in, what was it, the season three finale where he had them all there gathered going over that for the deal. Right. So, yeah, we have a podcast that is being crazy. Oh yay, she got off. Yay. Right. <laughs> oh. And you had a book. Yes, I've been I have actually been able to read a little bit more since my ADHD diagnosis and having a little bit of renaline in my system. Sometimes now I can read. And I finally finished the Throne of Glass. The Throne of Glass. By Sarah J. Mass, that is like one of the Like big series, everybody's reading right now. Everybody's reading it. Huge. It's like it's like if you put the Harry Potter series out. Like the books are that. Like they just keep getting bigger and bigger, and eight hundred pages, and twelve hundred pages, and the last ones, and they never have sex. Like this is all a young adult fantasy series, and the whole point of most of these is like the titillating romance and everything. And there are thousands and thousands of pages. And it is the most unsatisfying, unresolved, left in the middle, just hanging, nothing. I wanted to throw the book across the room, but it was on my Kindle, so I couldn't do it. I didn't even realize how big these books got and how long it was. And ah, uh, so immediately, I just wanted, I wanted to put it on a sticky note and say they never have sex and go put it on the bookstore shelf. <laughs> In front of that series Well that sounds awfully disappointing It was It really was It was aggravating
1: Well it does sound aggravating Yeah I had to rant about it a little bit Well good and maybe you can save somebody if that's what
0: It's a whole thing is just like Death and war and violence And bloodshed and she's an assassin And all this kind of stuff But there's no sex because you can't have sex in these books Ugh Sorry
1: <laughs> Well um, Yeah, I guess you picked a 1,000-page book to start your first post-ADHD read. Read.
0: Yes, it was. It was aggravating. (laughs) So, immediately, I decided to pick up a smut book, and this is even funnier. There you go. (laughs) I was like, all right, let's find a well-written one because, seriously, some smut books that – the sentences aren't even complete. The writing is so bad. It's unreadable. Right. And this one came highly recommended. I was like, yes. And it's, it's the never King. And a lot of smut books for women are like retellings of, of fairy tales and things like this. Yeah. And and I wanted to make sure that it was good and smutty, so I went to look it up right. on YouTube. Yep, get some reviews. And the first thing I found was a forty minute rant from a blue haired therapist about how triggering it was. I was like, Yep, yep, that's gonna be a good one. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> And so far so good. I yes, Hope you found some definitely. good reviews too. Huh? Hope you found some good reviews too. Oh, definitely, definitely I did. But like it was just funny because I was like I wanted to check in before I got really like into a series of books. Well, sure. And then find out that they're yeah, I never have sex or whatever. Yeah. It's just the whole point of the book series was a romance and it's never consummated. That's aggravating. That's aggravating.
1: Uh, I just don't yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds ridiculous. I don't know why anybody would ever read it. <laughs> no, but you didn't know. You didn't look at that before. Didn't know. So I didn't
0: know. So that's my official warning. I think that series should come with a warning, and I think I'm definitely going to review it on Amazon just because of that.
1: You know, I guess it's the thing nowadays. But, but there's plenty of smaller books too. So there's something for everybody. Uh huh. I just, I I'll never comprehend people that can read these thousand page books and then that one book of 10. So now you're literally talking 10,000 pages. If you read the whole thing, I can't imagine that.
0: Well, our, it, but I'm going to say her writing is good enough and easy enough. It's clear, you know, subject verb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's very, you know, she's, she's a good writer. I will say that. And some of her books have been very, Steamy, and I've enjoyed a lot of what she's written, but that was just ugh, a disappointment, hmm. a tease in a bad way. <laughs> oh well, well, so you can avoid that. <laughs> avoid that one, and so far so good on the Never King by Nikki St. Cro. Hmm. Okay. I was smut shamed for liking that. <laughs> well, then maybe it's a good one. Well, it's yeah.
1: Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Where can people find us? Oh, at hillbillynerdtalk.com. I just and renewed our little uh, payment to our guy to do our website.
0: Oh, well, so we it, do have a cute little website. We have, we have a good little. Banjo website. Robot, too. Ah, who, right. Who doesn't like I our know. banjo logo, dude? I love that. He's awesome. And you're on Twitter pretty regularly. And we're both on. Reddit. Yes.
1: Some of our little Reddit things we repost are pretty damn funny, actually. Yes. We're, we're on a lot of fun Reddit stuff. I look at cats on Reddit. Yeah, we have a lot of cat uh, repostings. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: <laughs> speaking of cats. I'll draw that. Speaking of cats, we're getting a second cat tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Another little Fluffy. We're getting another Fluffy. Hank's a little nervous about this. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. It is adopting another child. You were so
1: worried about our current Fluffy being lonely. I am. When we went, alone, went away.
0: She does not like to be alone. She is...
1: The people person. She
0: is a people person. She really is. She is in our faces. And if she's awake, she's with one or the other. Mm. And if I'm outside, out back working, she's watching me in the window. If you're doing something outside, she's watching you. Right. So she needs a friend. They're communal. They, they live in little cat colonies, so they need a buddy. Well, she's going to get a little buddy tomorrow.
1: We'll see how you know Fluffy 1 and Fluffy 2 do.
0: <laughs> and how Hank does? They'll do fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do great. They'll do great.
1: So that's where everybody can see us and uh, or find us. And yep. there we go.
0: All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.